0: Aloha. I am back from a week-long vacation in Maui. So if you're watching this episode, you might notice that I'm a little bit tanner than I was last week. (laughs) And some stuff came up for me on this vacation around anxiety. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. So let's dive in. Hello, I'm Crystal Vilkaitis. I'm a curious, wine-loving entrepreneur who loves to learn and have open and honest conversations. Join me and my amazing guests as we talk about all sorts of relatable business and life stuff. It's my goal that you'll have fun, learn something new, and get inspired. Wine is not required, but is recommended. This is Crystal Uncorked. All right. So before I dive into this episode, I want to give a major plug to a wine that Dustin and I had on our trip. I am not drinking it right now. I wish I was, but this wine is La Hoyta Vineyard. It is in Napa Valley. We had a 2014 Merlot Um, It's kind of hard to find that vintage, but I am going to start trying more of their wines. Dustin said that was one of the best wines he's ever had. I also agree. It was so good. Um, And if you're watching this uh, episode versus listening, we'll post a picture that I took of the bottle... We had this beautiful sunset. We were at Merriman's. If you've ever been to Maui or if you're planning on going, you need to go to this restaurant. Make sure that you make reservations. Awesome food. Su- awesome service. Amazing view of sunset. Um, we had the best meal. Great conversation, which I'm going to talk about in this episode today. But... Um, I wanted to just do a shout out. If you ever see this La Jolla Vineyards on the menu, uh, or if you're shopping, check them out. They've got some really great wines. None of this is sponsored. Just really love the wine. Now, I'm not drinking during this episode because... Also, if you're watching this, I don't know if you can notice in the video, and I don't know if you can notice in the audio, I'm going to listen back myself and see if you can, I hope you can't notice, but I got Invisalign, uh, right before I went on the trip and I had some gaps and some teeth moving in that can cause some breakage down the road. So I just wanted to handle it ASAP. And um, here I am. I don't love having misalign, but I know it's important. And um, I will say it was such a pain to go on vacation like just getting it because I'm not used to taking it out to eat all the time. You have to have a whole new routine. So if you've had Invisalign, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I'm going to my dentist like right after I film this. And so I didn't want to have some wine and then go to the dentist, even though my dentist does follow me on Instagram. She's awesome. Dr. Megan Shelton, plug for um, Polished Dentistry in Carlsbad, California. Uh, I think she would not be mad at me if I had some wine before going there. But of course, we don't want to drink and drive. So... Anyways, great wine. Check it out. And like I mentioned in the intro, it was a very interesting trip for me uh, because some stuff came up around anxiety. And um, that's what we're going to talk about today. So on this trip for these seven days, I decided that I'm not going to be on social media. So if you do follow me on social, thank you. If you don't, what are you waiting for? I hope you join me. Um, but I didn't post. I did a cheers kind of checkout picture. And then I removed all notifications from all social platforms. I hid my email icon on my phone. And um it was not an email, not on social for seven days straight. And, you know, for some people listening to this, they may think, like, well, is that really even that hard? Like you know, wow, good for you. But honestly, if I look back, I am on email probably every single day. I think a lot of us are. There might be an occasional weekend where, you know, I'm like with friends, you're really busy and you don't check your inbox that day, but it's just so. It's such a habit to, if you like have a moment, you're waiting in line somewhere, a commercial pops up, even though you pay for commercial free Hulu, but if a commercial comes on. Um, you know, whatever, like we are just so trained to pick up our phone and check it. So, you know, not looking at email for seven days or social media, there was definitely some FOMO, um, especially with social. Cause I was like, well, what if something big happened or what's going on in the world? Or is everybody I know? Okay. You know, I had kind of that fear of missing out FOMO of like, what is going on? But I made, I would go to pick up my phone and be like, Oh, uh, Okay. I just put it back down realizing um, there's nothing to do with my phone because all notifications were gone. So the only thing I would see is if somebody texted me or called me and not a lot of that happened. So no one really needed me. And I had all this time and you become really aware of how often you pick up your phone when you have like made this commitment to not really use it it was pretty wild, especially the first couple of days. And then you kind of feel like, well, I don't know what to do with myself now. I guess I'll go sit out on the patio and think, I guess I'll journal, I guess I'll read. Like, you know, it's just new things that I'm filling my time with. And that is definitely something I want to come home with, do more, I want to just change my habits in my environment and really change that habit of checking email and social so often. Now we got back a couple days ago, so yesterday was my full day back. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to check, I'm going to post, I'm going to let the world know, hey, we're back. Um, and then I get on TikTok. That's the one that I spend the most time on. And you know, I'm just scrolling, and all of a sudden, I'm I look, I'm like, wow, I've been on here for about 30 minutes, and I notice some anxiety. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, even getting anxiety from TikTok because I had some anxiety on this trip, and I'll talk about it. I'm like, wow, even from this. So where where is this coming from? And I think I'm more aware of it than I was before because I took a week off. But there is just information on social media that can trigger us, right? Like as you're scrolling, you don't control what kind of video is going to come up next on your feed and it could create some sort of reaction and emotion within you, you know, and it could be good or it could be bad. I love seeing the cute puppy photos and videos, but all the other stuff that can create fear. There's a lot of people who want to create fear. There's a lot of misinformation online And so what I'll end up doing is I'll see something and I feel scared or, oh my gosh, is this true? And then I'll go and I research and I'm spending all this time researching to make sure that it's true or, you know, figure out for myself what to believe. And then I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? I just spent like an hour researching this one thing that I'm not even really that interested in. I could have been doing something better with my time and it created all these emotions inside. So I... That was definitely like a, whoa, I really need to put this in check because I don't want to feel those emotions of anxiousness that I don't want somebody else to control how I'm feeling. I'm allowing that to happen. I need to put an end to that, right? So that's one part of this anxiousness is allowing that information to come in and changing my habits to do something else with it. I will for sure, probably do another... For sure, probably. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) I will, I'm sure, do an episode around changing habits because this is going to be a big one. You know, It's really a change in my day and my schedule and the structure of how I spend my time every single day. But I'm really aware of some emotions it's creating that I don't want in my life. And so I want to change that. What's challenging for me is that I do really like TikTok and um because I learned so many things. Like there is so many, there's so much educational information on there that's bite size, like 10 seconds to three minutes. I learn so many things. Also, people are so creative and talented. And so I love seeing that aspect. And I love the new fresh stuff that comes up in my feed that I didn't know I wanted to see. But then there's that other side of it too. And so I want to be just more aware of how I want to find and, and learn and research things that are more meaningful to me versus this random scrolling of you know, random stuff coming in and to prevent some anxiety that I have. Now, that's my small little like importance of unplugging and um, changing habits as I come home. But the bigger thing that I want to talk about on this episode, still, as we talk about anxiety, but in a different way... I surprisingly had a lot of anxiety on this trip and it would sometimes just come out of nowhere. And for me, my anxiety shows up in my palms, sweating, super shortness of breath. I feel like I can't catch my breath. Um, sometimes a nervous stomach. And, uh, I start feeling like, oh my gosh, am I going to pass out? Am I going to like start like having this panic attack? And then I start feeling fearful of that because I don't want people to be like, whoa, what's happening with this girl? I have a lot of fear around what people think of me, as I've mentioned on other episodes. And so it came up for me in some really practical, you know, ways and reasons, and then some just out of nowhere. And so how, and it all started on day one and Dustin gave me some advice that I'll share on this episode today that had really helped me on the trip that, and I need to, it's just, you don't like take his advice that I'll share and then boom, anxiety is gone. I really feel like this is going to be a process for me to work through all of this, but I feel like I got some answers and relief on how to solve that. And so if you struggle with anxiety, know of somebody who does, the first thing I want to say is it's a really scary terrifying thing. You feel so out of control and um I know I you know I have it. My my anxiety has increased this year. I've noticed it more. And one of the reasons, you know, one thing I wonder is is it cuz I'm getting older because my dad a few years ago started getting really bad anxiety and is on medication for it. And it's just kind of happened like as he's gotten older. And so I have a lot of fear that that's going to happen to me too, because it will, it, it can be paralyzing. Like it affects his life. He won't go out and do certain things because it's so bad. And I don't want to be restricted in that way. So, you know, I have fear of that. I wondered, okay, am I getting older, but there's also so much going on in the world that there's a lot of tension, we're divided, there's a lot of misinformation, there's so there's a pandemic, there's all sorts of stuff that's going on. So of course, I mean, I'm sure I'm not alone. The like global anxiety level, I'm sure is at an all-time high. Um and so, you know, it's about How how for me, how can I manage that? Because I don't want this to be my new normal. I don't want to live this way. It's very hard. I'm obviously not a doctor. I haven't consulted a doctor on this. In this episode, I'm purely sharing what's helped me and some research that I did too. So day one, we get to Maui. We have Mai Tai's. Uh, feel a little loose on vacation, put our suits on, go right down to the beach, get right in that water. And holy guacamole, the waves were strong and big. Oh my gosh, I've never swam in such big waves before. And I, in that moment, thankfully had some Mai Tais in me So I was feeling a little buzzed and I was having fun. (laughs) So I didn't really have as much anxiety about getting in there with these big waves. I just like went right in and then all of a sudden I look over and this massive wave is coming and just took me out, spinning around, rolling up on the beach. I had sand everywhere you could possibly imagine. My hair was everywhere. Of course, sand's all in my hair. And I'm just laughing. And I look back at Dustin. Like, he mastered the water. He got taken out a couple times, but not like me. Um, He mastered it. I really was going against the waves here. I just got beat up by the ocean. And the first day, it was hilarious. Like, we were just laughing because we were buzzed. And it was just fun and funny. And um, And so, you know... We do that, uh, go shower, try to remove as much of the sand as I can, go out to dinner. Now it's day two, go back to the beach. But as I'm getting ready for the beach, I'm like, I'm nervous. Are the, are the waves going to be really big again? Is it going to be like this the whole trip? Like, oh my gosh, am I just not even really going to go in the water that much? Like, I don't, I'm not feeling good about this. So we go down there and sure enough, the waves are really big again. And so I decide like, I'm just going to sit on a chair for a while and just read, you know, and I got great tan. Thankfully, I wondered if my legs would tan ever again, because they've been white for years. They do. So yay. But like Dustin kept saying, come out in the water, come out in the water. I'm like, no, no. Like I just was, had a lot of anxiety around it. So Because I was scared I'd get taken out by those waves. I hadn't had those cocktails to make me feel a little bit more courageous. And I just sat there. So eventually, he talked me into it. I was getting pretty hot. So, you know, I go in and I kind of get in there. And I see this other older couple that we started talking to. And she was getting... Pummeled by the waves like I was the day before. And it was so funny to watch. And she's just laughing and she's having a great time. So it made me feel a little bit more comfortable. So I went out there with them. Dustin's kind of helping me on how to not get taken out by the waves. And, um, you know, so I'm out there a little bit, but then I kind of got scared again and ran back in and stayed on the beach. So at dinner that night, I said to him, I'm really worried that I'm just going to be so anxious about water like this new fear has come up for me like I don't really want to be to go to the beach and get in the water anymore this the rest of this trip and we kind of just started our trip and he's like um don't think about this as fear it's excitement you're excited to go into the water you're excited by the waves and I started I really was like sitting there for a moment while we were drinking that Amazing La Jolla wine, that Merlot. And I'm like, you, that's interesting. Maybe I was excited. And so he's like, seriously, just tomorrow look at it through that lens. You know, you're excited to go in the water, you're excited by the waves, not fearful. So next day comes and I'm like feeling that fear and he shouts, remember you're excited. So I'm like, okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. And I start walking in and I made it out and I did better that time. Thankfully, um, you know, and really I started thinking of anything that kind of would create anxiety for me to say, I'm excited. We actually went to a really rocky beach and I was really nervous about that. And I kept trying to say I'm excited, but honestly, I was also like in pain with my feet. So I'm like, this isn't working out, but it really did help calm my nerves. And so, um, I came back here, you know, we just got back a few days ago and I researched, is there a difference between excitement and fear? Like, is this something people talk about? I've never heard of it before. Um but it was really eye-opening for me. And one of the top results was from Psychology Today and they said essentially the limbic system which is the emotional circuit of the brain comprises the regions of the brain that are all connected to the hypothalamus hippo, hypothalamus which controls the body's stress response so when you see the masked man they talked about like if you see a masked man in your house um the hypothalamus instructs the body to increase your breathing and heart rate dilate your pupils and make your palms sweaty right that that fear that anxiety. Um, surprisingly though, when you feel excitement, the hypothalamus triggers the same psychological reaction. This is a very, um, there is very little psychological difference between fear and excitement. And so this, you know, is something that is a real thing. So then I started thinking more about it because I have, I'm like, could I be excited about what people think of me versus fearful about what people think of me? And I think that there is an element of that. I do think it's both. And to this point, it's kind of like they are kind of the same thing, but what if I look through that lens of, I'm excited of what people will think of this episode versus I'm scared of what they're going to think, right? Versus having that anxiety around what people think. I also Googled the difference between fear and anxiety because I wasn't that sure. And they're basically the same thing. They can cause the same type of response within your body. But fear is an actual real thing that's going on and anxiety is an imagined thing. So if you are walking down the street, it's dark, you're by yourself and you hear something and you start feeling that anxiety, that is because you're imagining that something could go wrong right it's not necessarily real you're just feeling something is off there um but fear is there is a man with a gun robbing you then you feel that same way as the anxiousness and the anxiety but it's a real thing that's happening so um so you know i think that if I could start living more through that, I'm excited versus fearful. Uh, another top result when I Googled I GTS, Google that shit on, you know, what's the difference between fear and anxiety. What, another top result was from Mel Robbins, who I've quoted before in the past. She's an excellent speaker um, and has just great content. And she said that it's a feel they are the same feeling and that it's a feeling you can control. And so for me, just reading that, I was like, I just felt like I had more control. And why that's important to me is because at the end of this trip, I mean, so many times this anxiousness would come up. I mean, we were standing in line to go on a snorkeling trip and I'm like, like just feeling I grab on a Dustin and I'm like, I'm just having a lot of anxiety. My heart is just racing. He's like, you're excited. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm excited. You know, I take a deep breath and I'm like, okay, but it, it would just come out of nowhere. We could just be sitting in the car at a stop sign and I have this happen to me again. So, um, the thought of it being in me being in control was really nice to read because I was like, well, there's a lot that I can't control. So am I going to be fearful all the time? Am I going to have anxiety all the time? Like I can't control the waves. I can't control what's in the water um, the traffic on the street, Dustin's driving through the windy roads of Hana. Uh, the airplane, which by the way, when we were landing, I I'm don't love flying. Like, I like working on a plane on my computer and working up in the air, but I hate takeoff and landing. And, um, we're landing in San Diego, which is like the second most dangerous airport in America because the runway is really short. And, um, we're landing and we're almost landed. And all of a sudden, we pull back up and go back up in the air and turn around and have to do the landing all again, because there was too much traffic, I guess, down below. Oh my gosh. My anxiety was through the roof. My hands were dripping. My heart was racing. I do all the mental things that I can in my mind to help calm myself. I asked Dustin to hold my hand. and. In that moment I was not like, I'm excited. I was excited to land. I was like wanting to see my dogs. I want to be out of the air on the ground, you know, excited for all that. And now we're going back up and it's like, ah, but I can't control that thing that is happening. The airplane, you know, I'm not flying this plane, but I can control my feelings. And so, you know, then it comes into, well, how do you do this? And I think this is going to be an ongoing process for me, for sure. You know, Takes practice and um, other. Some situations going to be harder than others, I think. But you know, first is just knowing and recognizing what's going on that I can control it. Then trying to look through the excitement versus fear lens, right? And being like, "Oh, I'm excited." And the other thing that helped me on this trip is breathing. So I think that okay, I'm excited now. And then I need to breathe. And I've had a few friends in the past that I've called when I've been scared, mostly from flying and traveling. And they've told me to breathe. And you're kind of like, okay, I am breathing. You know, you feel frustrated sometimes, at least I do, when people tell you to breathe. But you, it's amazing because you get so scared that you do shorten your breath. And I should have researched this too. I'm sure something happens there with anxiety and fear and what it does to our breathing. Um, but when I do, when I consciously breathe and I take deep breaths in and I hold and I blow them out and I'm really aware of my breath, it does calm me. So I've heard this before, but I never do it. I never think about it, but we're on the, on a boat for one of our snorkel trips and I'm watching cause we're approaching where we're going to stop and I'm watching this man out front he works with the boat he's in his gear to go dive down to tie us to the anchor and i'm watching him and he is like intensely calm he is just ready he is focused i'm watching you know where he's looking and i notice that he has some breathing techniques that he's doing kind of like a like a short kind of breath and it's a consistent thing that he's doing and so i'm just like really analyzing his whole system and process. And then boom, he jumps in. And then there we are. Well, 15 minutes later, as I'm getting off of the back of the boat to go snorkeling, something I struggle with a lot with snorkeling is just the temperature of the water. Like I just have a hard, I feel like I use, I mean, I have a hard time getting used to the temperature. I'm trying to get better. So you step in, it's like freezing. And for me, it takes my breath away. And it's like, then I start getting anxiety and then I can't breathe. And then I'm, I feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to push off and be in the water. And then I can't breathe and I'm going to freak out. And all this stuff goes through my head. Right. So I'm sitting there on the ladder with my like ankles and knees in the water, just freezing. And I think of him and I'm like, I'm going to do his breath work. So I was just like, like just doing this breath work. And then boom, all of a sudden I just leap off. I'm in the water doing the breath work, doing the breath work, put my head under, do breath work and boom, I am good. And I am ready to go out there and get going. So I felt really excited because it took me a lot less time to get adjusted to that and a big part and I kept saying to you're excited, you're excited, you're excited, breath work. So those things I'm excited to know about to help me move forward with my anxiety. Now, I'm also going to see a therapist. I got a recommendation because um, I think that that I would like some help in that area too. I think seeing therapists are healthy and talking about these things and maybe there's some deeper issues I have with some of the this anxiety I have. I get a lot of anxiety when I'm out in the car now and that could be because I'm excited to go where I'm going, right? To Justin's point, instead of fearful, I'm excited. Um, but it's just, it's harder to manage. And so I'm going to look at it as excitement. I'm going to do my breath work. And I just wanted to share that on Crystal Uncorked with you. And hopefully this is something that, um, I feel I can control. I know that I can control. I just hope that it is something that I can put into process in a process in a way that makes me feel more comfortable in everyday life, because it just comes up in weird places. So I don't know if you have experienced this or know of somebody who has, but if you've never tried looking at it as an excitement before, try that. And I really do hope it helps you. There's obviously so many different things that cause anxiety in different situations. So it might not be the best for everybody, but um, that's something I wanted to share. If you can relate and you want to just like reach out, uh DM me on Instagram or email cheers at Crystal Media. Uh nope, cheers at crystaluncorked.com. Cause I would love to know. Um, just know you're not alone. And um thank you for listening to this episode. If you are enjoying the show, I would love for you to leave a review on however you listen to the show. If you wanna be a guest or if you have a guest idea or even a question. please email me cheers at crystalandcork.com is the best way. I want to hear about your story or somebody who think is amazing. That'd be a great guest. Or if there are questions I can answer, I would love to. I'm a very curious person. I could do some research and um, find out some answers and pull together a show for you. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next CU. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Are you on Instagram? I'd love to see pictures of you listening to the show, a screenshot of your favorite episode and or your favorite wines. Share them with me. Just follow and tag at Crystal Uncorked. I can't wait to see you there. All right. I'll see you on the next See You.